Welcome to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. I'm Gemma, a body image and food freedom coach, anti-diet advocate, and your ultimate hype girl. I'm here to empower you with inspiration, education, and motivation so that you can start living as your happiest and healthiest self, whatever that means to you. I spent years struggling with food, my body, and my mental health until I finally found freedom. Now I'm on a mission to make sure that nobody goes through what I did and to burn diet culture to the ground while I'm at it. I'm obsessed with helping women to ditch the diets, love their bodies, feel confident AF, create sustainable habits, improve their mindset and become their next level selves. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Hello, welcome back to another episode. And this is going to be a really practical episode today. I wanted to give you things that you can actually action, things that you can take away and do something about, because I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, but taking action is hot in 2024. So I wanted to give you some actual actions on body confidence. So I know that January, this time of year can be a bit of a crappy time if you're struggling with your body. It can be more comfortable to wear, you know, less coverage kind of clothes. Maybe there's the pressure to go and wear a bikini or something like that. There's all the talk of summer bodies. I feel like it's very like diet culture kind of time right now. So if you're struggling with your body confidence and you want to do something about that, you want to start feeling better in your body, feeling more confident, this is the episode for you because I'm going to give you 10 exercises to improve your body confidence, 10 exercises you can do right now. And no, none of them are burpees because burpees suck. And I hate burpees with a passion. So there will never be, it's not that kind of exercise. That's not what we're doing. So 10 exercises. I'm going to dive right in because there's going to be a lot here. So this is actually one that I recommend having pen and paper out for. So you can note down Now you don't have to do every single one of these exercises. You don't have to do all 10. Listen to them. Listen to what resonates with you. What feels good to you? What feels like it could help you? And take that away and do it. Maybe you do one a week. Maybe you do one a day. (laughs) Maybe you just go crazy and you do 10 all at once. I don't know. Maybe you don't do that. That's probably a bit too much. So however you want to take this, however you want to take this away, do what works for you. And I promise you, this is the stuff that builds that body confidence. So the very first exercise I have for you is to speak to yourself like you would a friend. So when you're listening to that first part of actually first part of this, Listen to yourself talk, pay attention to what's going on in your head, because I think a lot of us don't actually do this. We just run on autopilot. We let that negative self-talk happen. We let that inner mean girl in our head just talk shit about us, basically. So first of all, listen to that. I don't mean listen to it and take it on board. Just listen to it. Notice it. What kinds of things are you saying about yourself inside your head? Is it more positive? Is it more negative? What's the split? What's the balance here? So then the filter that I want you to apply to this self-talk is, would I say this to a friend? Is this the way that I would speak to somebody that I love? And if it's not, that's a sign that it needs to change. You deserve to be spoken to with kindness. You deserve to be spoken to with respect. You deserve to be spoken to like you're worthy. So don't think that, oh, well, it's fine if I talk shit about myself. I'd never do it about other people, but it's fine if I do it about myself. No, it's not fine. Because all that's doing is perpetuating this idea that you are those things. All that's doing is keeping you stuck in this cycle of feeling crappy about yourself. So when you hear that negative self-talk, is this the way that I would speak to a friend? If not, then don't say it. Change it. Flip the script. If you go, oh, I'm so stupid. Maybe you flip the script to, oh, what I just did maybe wasn't my brightest moment, but that's okay. 
doesn't mean anything about me. And yes, it feels silly. Yes, it feels silly. In the beginning, it feels really silly to be consciously changing this. But as time goes on, it will become automatic and you will notice that your self-talk automatically becomes more positive. Automatically, that negative voice is going to start shrinking away. The second exercise is one that if you've done the confidence code, if you've worked with me, you've probably done. And it's the mirror exercise. This is my favorite exercise for appreciating our bodies, for building that body confidence. So basically the way this works, well, the way I do it, because I've seen other people do it different ways, but the way that I do it is I recommend that basically you find a mirror, full length mirror, take off all of your clothes, absolutely everything, get in front of the mirror and set a timer for five minutes. And I want you to look at yourself, look at yourself up close, look at the parts of yourself that maybe you avoid looking at. Just look at your entire body from every angle, because what happens is when we're struggling with our bodies, when we don't like what we see in the mirror, we avoid it. We don't want to look at it. We just get out of the shower and put a towel straight away, averting our eyes. And that's not helpful because what that's doing is building shame and it builds it up and it builds it up and it builds it up into this big, 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 scary thing. And we're afraid of looking at ourselves. And it just makes us feel like it's worse than it is. So it takes when we can go and we can look at ourselves, it takes some of the power out of it. And this is an exercise that you need to keep doing, (laughs) keep doing, do it every day for a week and watch how, how you feel about yourself changes. Because in the beginning, it's probably going to be like, oh, no, I hate this. I don't want to look at myself. That's awful. That's disgusting. You'll have all the negative self-talk going through your head. And then you can put number one to practice and speak to yourself like you would a friend. But as time goes on, you're going to realize it's actually just a body. It's just a stomach. It's just fat. It's just cellulite. They're just things. They're not good or bad. They're just things. They're just parts of you. They don't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean that you're lazy or disgusting or gross. None of those things apply. It's just meaning that you're attaching to it. So basically, once your your timer goes off, once your timer goes off and you've looked at your body, you've appreciated it, you've just you've just looked at it, you've just experienced it and stopped hiding from it. I want you to write down everything that you saw that you liked. Now, this might be physical, but it also might be like, I don't know, more of an energetic kind of thing. So write it all down and then the next day do the same thing again. And then the next day do the same thing again. And I swear as you go on, That list will get longer and longer and longer and longer. And you'll find more things that you like about yourself, more things that you appreciate. Because in the first one, you're probably going to be honing in on the things that you think are flaws. But as time goes on, you're going to be like, oh, actually, I quite like my shoulders. I've never noticed those before because I don't look at myself in the mirror because I'm afraid of my body. The third exercise is to write something you love about yourself every day. And yeah, I know some people are ugh, gross, cheesy. But you know what? It's Like it's a cliche thing that people get told to do for a reason because it works, because it helps, because what you're doing then is training your brain to look for things that you love about yourself. Because in the beginning, you could probably like maybe you can list off, I don't know, three things. For example, I've had clients who can't list any in the beginning, but maybe you can list three things. First three days, you're like, yeah, okay, And then day four, you're like, oh, God, what do I do now? You're not allowed to do the same thing every day, by the way. So day four, you're probably like, I don't know. And it's hard and you have to concentrate and you have to dig deep and you have to really think about it. And now this doesn't have to be, again, this doesn't have to be physical. This could be, I'm a good mum. could be, I make my friends laugh. It could be, I'm a good cook. I don't know. I don't really care. You can do whatever you want. This is just for you. But as time goes on, your brain's going to start searching for those things. You're going to be going through your day and you're going to be like, Oh, oh, I just bought my friend a coffee. That was nice of me. I'm a nice person. I love that. I care about making my friends happy. 
and it becomes more automatic. And then it's like you're noticing things left, right and center that you love about yourself. You're training your brain to look for the things you love rather than the things that you hate. So it is simple. It is small, but it is powerful. The fourth exercise is to wear something outside your comfort zone. So think of something that you do not feel comfortable wearing right now. Maybe it's like, I don't know, a tight singlet. Maybe it's shorts. Maybe it's something that shows your arms. I don't know. Think about something outside your comfort zone and then wear it. Go out through the day and wear something that feels just a bit sticky for you, just a bit uncomfortable. Now, the reason why this is a great exercise is because it shows you that actually it's not that big of a deal. The world didn't end. I can guarantee it. You'll go out in, I don't know, shorts, for example, and your thighs will be on display and the world won't end. You're not going to get laughed at by every single person who walks down the street. Maybe you'll in the beginning. Yes, absolutely. You'll feel uncomfortable. You'll probably feel self-conscious. But most of the time as the day goes on, you're going to realize, actually, I, I kind of stopped thinking about it. I forgot about it. And it is such a great practice because it's building the evidence that you can do it. That in actual fact, your body can just exist without it being a big deal. You can wear those things without it being a big deal. And that's great for your body confidence because it's evidence. All of this is just building evidence that you can do the things and your body is fine and you deserve to feel confident in, in your body no matter what it looks like. Number five is the amazing human exercise. So this, the point of this exercise is to show you that you are more than a body. Because for so many of us, we place so much of our worth on the way that we look. Like something like 20% of Australian women place pretty much all of their value on the way that they look, all of their value on their body shape and size. That's wild. Like they don't care that they're a good mum. They don't care that they're a nice person. They don't care that they're great at their job because they don't like their body. Because they think their body means that all of that stuff is not important. That's not the case. Like, even if you don't like your body, even if you think there's something wrong with it, there's still so many other parts of you. Your body is the least interesting thing about you. So in this exercise, what I want you to do is write down, I mean, it's kind of similar to the thing you love about yourself, but it's more like all of the good things that you've done, all of your achievements. And I don't just mean like, I don't know, your ATAR or when you won that award or anything like that. I mean, like any good thing that you can think of from your life. Maybe it was a buying, like the example I used just before, maybe it was buying your friend a coffee. That's a good thing. They can be big. They can be small. You can categorize it into like relationships, work, friendships, love, career, children. Like, I don't care. Break it up for sport, whatever. And list all of the things that you've done that you think are good, that you think are pretty cool. And if you do this properly, you're going to have pages and pages and pages of stuff. And then when you just compare your body to that, it's like, okay, does the way my body looks really discount all of that stuff? No, of course it doesn't. So why am I so concerned with this one thing? Why am I only focusing on this one thing? And that can help to build your body confidence because you realize that your body is actually just not that important and it shouldn't be the sole reason that you do or don't feel confident. Number six is to name your inner bitch to separate from her. So that negative self-talk that I was talking about before, back in number one, is the inner bitch. I like to call her the inner bitch. Some people call her the inner mean girl, the negative voice, whatever it is. I call her the inner bitch. An exercise for you to do here is to name her. So I personally call mine Frida. <laughs> so give it a name. And the point of giving a name to this inner bitch is so that you can separate yourself from her. So when she says mean stuff about your body, when you look in the mirror and she goes, ew, look at your thighs. You're disgusting. You can go, actually, that's not me. 
I can choose to listen to that voice or I can choose not to because that's not me. I don't have to believe that. That's Frida. Frida's being a bitch again. Frida sucks. So the reason I call mine Frida is so that I can say F off Frida when she pops up and it just helps you to separate a bit. It helps you to feel a little bit more confident because you are choosing not to identify with that. So that is an ongoing exercise that I highly recommend. Preferably don't make the name someone that you know, because you're probably going to be saying some mean things back to the to the little inner bitch in your head. So Frida's a good one. You can steal Frida if you want to. Number seven is to work on your beliefs about bodies. Now, this is probably a bigger one. This is the chonkiest of all of the exercises, I think. But I think it's the most important one. I think if you are not doing the work on the beliefs that you have about bodies and the beliefs that you have about your body, it's going to be really hard for you to actually get to a place where you are truly accepting your body and truly feeling confident in your body. So I have a limiting beliefs process. You'll find that if you scroll back through the podcast, I talk about it quite regularly. So you will definitely find that there, but this is probably one of, well, I was going to say probably, this is the biggest thing that I work through with most of my clients is working on their beliefs because sometimes it can be a hard process to work through on your own. Sometimes you need a bit of external support, someone who can maybe see things a little bit differently to you because for most of us, we're so stuck in our own heads. Like the way that you feel about your body, it's just, it's not a fact. It's an opinion. It's something you believe about yourself, but it doesn't mean that it's necessarily true. So working on the beliefs, like maybe you believe that being in a bigger body is worse than being in a smaller body. That's a very common one that most of my clients seem to have when they come to me. It's a one that I used to have now. Now my belief is that all bodies are good bodies. It doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter what shape you are. You're just as worthy in my eyes. That's a belief that I've worked on individually. And that's a belief that I think if you have, it is a great place to start. It's a big one. It's a big, it's a big chunky belief to work on, but it is one that will make the absolute biggest difference. So work on your beliefs, do that deep mindset work on your beliefs about bodies, on your beliefs about, you know, who deserves to feel confident? Hint, the answer is everybody. But you probably have this belief that if you look a certain way, if you have insert whatever flaw you believe that you've got or insecurity you've got, you don't deserve to be confident or you can't be confident. That's just a belief. You can change that. If you need help working on your beliefs, please reach out to me. My programs, my confidence code, my one-on-one coaching, it is so centered around this. And I promise you, it is the most life-changing thing when you can work on it. Exercise number eight is hopefully one you've done before. I think a lot of people have done this one is a social media cleanse. It's the only kind of cleanse I'm ever going to recommend in my entire life. So basically go through, go through everyone you're following and unfollow anyone who makes you feel shit. Anyone who, when their feed pops up or when their stories pop up and you're like, oh, look at her, look at me, oh, anyone who makes you feel like that, anyone who makes you feel less than, anyone who makes you feel like you need to change, whether that's like them promoting that messaging or whether it's just you're comparing yourself to them. Maybe that's not the most helpful person for you to be following right now. So unfollow them. Or if it's someone in your life and you're like, I can't unfollow them. That would cause too much drama. Maybe you just mute them and they're not going to know. And then it means that you can unmute them later when you're feeling a bit better in yourself. You're feeling more confident, but you don't need to be seeing that 24 seven. You don't need to be opening your phone and opening Instagram and being on it for five hours a day, just feeling awful because everyone you're seeing is making you feel like you're not enough. And then bonus part two to this one is 
Follow people who are confident and who are showing up unapologetically in different body types than this thin beauty standard ideal that we're seeing 24-7 and feeling awful about ourselves. Follow diverse bodies. Follow people of different shapes, sizes, colors, abilities, all of those kind of things, different genders. Like, follow everyone (laughs) so that you can recognize that actually the world is not just one size and one shape and you're the only different one. Everyone is different. There's a whole spectrum of different kinds of bodies. So see them, make them visible to you so that you can feel less alone. Exercise number nine is take photos of yourself from every angle, because I think so many of us are scared of photos, particularly other people taking photos. Because if you're used to taking photos of yourself, like let's be real, it's a real selfie culture. If you've just been taking photos of yourself, you've got this idea that you look this certain way because you see yourself from the same angle every single time or like a very limited number of angles. And then someone else takes a photo of you from a different angle. And you're like, Oh my God, I do not like that. Now I feel awful about myself. And you have this whole existential crisis, hate it, refuse to let them post it, all of that kind of stuff. Take photos of yourself from every angle. This is really similar to the mirror exercise in that it's about like exposing yourself to yourself. So you can see all of these angles. You can see your body from every angle. You can see what it looks like. And again, eventually it gets less scary. The first time you'll be like, oh my God, that's an awful angle of me. I hate that. But the 50th time you've got a photo of you, like, oh yeah, that's what I look like from that angle. That's correct. And that's fine. It's taking some of the judgment out of it. It's taking the power away from it. So take photos of yourself from every angle. Get yourself time to set up, get a tripod, just do it. And again, it's taking the power out of it. So you're building that body confidence by just feeling less shit about yourself, feeling less surprised, feeling less shame over these different angles. And finally, the final exercise to improve your body confidence is actual exercise. No, not burpees. Again, okay. You can do burpees if you want to. If you're a weirdo who likes burpees, go for your life, but actual exercise. This might surprise you, but I think exercise is one of the best things that we can do to improve our body confidence, but it's not for the reason that you're thinking. You might be thinking, oh, it's so that you can change so that you can tone up or slim down or blah, 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 build muscle. No, it's not. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about changing our bodies, changing the way our bodies look with exercise. I'm talking about moving our bodies to appreciate them for what they can do. Because when you feel progress, when you go and I don't know, like for me, I'm running at the moment. When I run further than I have before, I'm like, oh my God, my body is incredible. Hell yes, body. We just did that. That's so cool. When you lift more in the gym, when you progress in a class, when you walk further than you have before, when you kick a footy further, I don't know. I don't do footy. (laughs) I'm not a footy girl, but like any of these things, when you move your body, you can appreciate it for what you can do. You can be grateful for what it can do. And you realize that there is more to your body than what it looks like. Again, the way it looks is not that important, is not that interesting. Like appreciate it for all the cool shit it can do. Like your body can go go-karting. Your body might be able to rollerblade. Your body can do the gardening. Your body can dance. Like that's freaking magical. Celebrate your body for that rather than putting all the attention when it comes to bodies on what they look like. Celebrate them for what they can do. So make them do cool stuff so that you can do that, so that you can celebrate them. So that's it. That's 10 exercises for you, 10 whole exercises to help you build your body confidence. So if you go and implement these, not even all of them, if you implemented like three of these, you're going to improve your body confidence. 
So take the action, do the thing. And you know what? I'm even going to give you a bonus one, a bonus 11th one. And that is download my building body acceptance online program. This is totally self-paced. It is also free, a whole free online course that will help you build that body acceptance. And then we can step it up from acceptance to confidence because I'm all about taking little steps. I'm all about little bits of progress that stack up. And believe me, if you're doing all of these exercises, these are going to stack up to help you become your most confident self. So I will pop that in the show notes, go and grab it again, totally free, build that body acceptance, build that body confidence, and just start loving yourself more. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you can be the first one to see when new episodes drop and you don't miss anything because I've got a lot of juicy goodness coming up for you in the next few months. So that's it from me today. I'll see you next week.